0: Dear Heavenly Father, first of all, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this great opportunity uh, to preach your word. We thank you for trusting us, and we ask you, Lord, to uh, speak through us and let someone's heart be transformed. Let them have a greater understanding of you and the mission you have for them in life. Uh, We love you so much. Uh, You've been so good to us. We can't thank you enough. And Lord, we pray for all those churches across this country that's meeting and gathering in your name. Uh, those who are not in session just yet, we pray that those who are on the way, um, that they make it safely. And Lord, we ask you let your presence be there. Uh, we praise and magnify In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So I'm excited about this new series, um, uh, The War Is On, and dealing with the, the body, the soul, and the spirit. And so I was led, I'm studying, and I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, okay, God, uh, what is the series you want me to preach about? And so I'm going through and I'm off, often to, watching different series and, and reading different things and doing my devotion, and um, and something happened um, uh, when our daughters um, that really disturbed me. Um, and when it disturbed me, uh, I realized what Satan is doing. Um... So it kind of influenced my uh, series about the body, the soul, and the spirit. I want you to understand that um, God loves us so much, and he loved us so much. God had a plan, and in God's plan, his mission was to impact the world in a profound way. Uh, And the way he's going to impact the world in this profound way was he wanted us to do it through men. And where are those kids going? Where Where are they going? What's going on? They, they all need to come back in here now. So turn them all around, Ken. Nobody—they all don't have to use the bathroom at the same time. Right. So that's that's unique, right? So um, it's, it's it's important. I used to always say, "Man, oh man, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't, I don't like embarrassing kids." But uh, the the thing that uh, 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 God wanted us to know was that He had a plan. And, and his plan was before we ever got here. So when God, what God wanted to do was, he wanted to create Earth, and then he wanted to do a, uh, and he wanted to create, and he wanted to be a colony of heaven. But he wanted Earth to be ran by his humans. So God didn't really want to run Earth. He wanted Earth to be ran by his creation. So God created mankind. So in Genesis, which is a very powerful, powerful scripture, um, God uh, did something very special, and I'm going to be talking about that. Uh, But I want you to understand something. Your body is very important to God, right? I want you to understand that. Your body is very important to God. It doesn't matter what shape it is. I know some of us, uh, our body is different shapes. It has nothing to do with it. All of us, right, all of us was created in God's image. And and, and we're going to show you uh, why your body is so valuable in the earth. And why God need you. And it's important. And why it's important that we take care of our body. But more important is why is it that Satan is attacking our body so much in pain and anguish? But on the other hand, why is he allowing Satan to do what he do? All right? And so we're going to kind of like answer those questions in this series. Right? But I want you to think about this. Your body is so valuable that God called it a temple. And the temple is the place where they would come and they would meet God. All right? But it's profound because Paul, when Paul talked about it, he said our bodies are like the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, think about that. God wanted to live somewhere, and he chose your body to live in. That's how valuable you are. So you think Satan doesn't want you? You think Satan's not going to come after you when God chose your body to live in? That's important. And I want you to understand that. And so it's, he is very strategic in trying to take you down. And that, Now listen, the rise in the, uh, the, the sex that's going on, man, across this country like never before is all the strategic plan by Satan to destroy your body. Right? And try to get you, man, to pull away from God. Because whenever you sin, right, it creates a separation between you and God. He knows that. So he's giving you uh, this, this great desire and passion to satisfy your flesh. When your flesh was given to you, man, to work on behalf of the king in the earth. right. And so it's, it's important to understand this. If we claim, if we claim God is Lord, or Christ is Lord, over all, but we treat our bodies like crap, right? Our actual beliefs are hijacked by what we actually do. But you think about it, right? Now, uh, we, we, we eat stuff we know we shouldn't eat. We drink stuff that we know we shouldn't drink. We go places where we know we shouldn't go. We do things with our body we know we shouldn't do. We know it. So what we do actually hijack what we really say we believe. Right? So our behavior, right, seems like it's overshadowing our faith. And what we talk about. And so we need to deal with that and we're going to talk about it. Amen. So here's Paul writing in Corinthians, in uh, verse 16, verse chapter six and verse 15a. He says, "Don't you realize that your bodies are actual parts of Christ? Don't don't you realize that your body is actually part of Christ? Right? And and so he says, and 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 I didn't want to put the, the part B to that. I'll let you read that later." because you read it in the opening, right? But, but I want you to look at part A, that your body is a part of Christ. Th- that's important for us to understand, right? So we can't miss that. And so we need to understand this body means something, right? So in Genesis, let's go into Genesis and let's kind of walk down through this thing because this is extremely important. And I think when you leave here, uh, you're going to have a different view of who you are. And I think you're going to start to do things a little different. Jamal Bryan did a powerful series uh, uh, about the body and what you take in and, and what happens when you drink malt liquor and when you eat white bread and, and you eat American cheese and, and, and all that stuff and, and canned meats and how it destroys our body and how the enemy used it to destroy us. It's a great series, right? Uh, and I'll talk about that a little later too as well in the series. But Here's verse 4, Genesis chapter 2. Let's get into this. When the Lord God made the earth and heaven, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. So God would not allow anything to grow because he had no one there to cultivate it, right? Uh, And so I I want you to know how important you are, because God did not let anything grow until you got here, until humans got here. It's important. He says, instead, he sprang at springs, came up from the ground, and watered all the land. And here's, look, look at the next verse. This verse right here. I want you to hear this. I want everybody to read this with me. Read it. Now, he's going to make human. Now, human is a compound word, right? It's compound because it's dirt and man. Humans mean dirt and man means spirit. So, God breathed into man the breath of life, and then man became a living soul, right? So, God, you were both created and made. Now, it's important to understand that. So, God wanted something to happen in the earth, and he was a king, so he wanted to colonize earth. So, he wanted earth. Sister so Pentecost, to be like heaven. So he created the human beings that run to run the earth with his spirit inside of them. But the earth, watch this if the humans were legal. Only things that was dirt with a spirit in it was legal in the earth. Because that's who he gave dominion to. He gave dominion to the humans, right? Now, that's dirt with a spirit inside of it, right? But here's the thing. Now remember this. Saint Augustine wrote it. Here's what he says: Without God, everybody said, without God, without God man, cannot. man cannot. And without man, and without man God, God, will God will not. Now that's important to understand that, right? So don't miss that piece, man, when you realize how important your body is in the earth. Because God needs your body. So if God don't need you. Yes, He do. Right? Because he gave the earth to humans. Right, So, listen. So, without God, we can't do nothing. And God won't do nothing, man, without you. So, everything that happens in the earth, man, always happened through humans. God always deferred to them. When he got ready to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he kept on talking to the prophets and said, listen. He said he kept counting down. If it's 20 there, if it's 10, right, it was a countdown, right? Uh, He told Moses, right, listen, Moses, now I'm going to part this red sea, but I won't do it until you touch it. I can part it, but I need you to touch it. I need you, Moses, right? It's it's important to understand God's mission, right, and why you're so valuable and why your body's so valuable because we're going to get into that. Right Now, he goes in in Genesis chapter 2 and 7, then the Lord God formed man. He formed the man. Now, listen to me. He formed the man, the species man, not the male man, all right? The species man. Everybody say species. Right now, so the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground, and he breathed into the, the breath of what? Life. Into the man's nostril, and what? And man became what? A living what? Now, only when God breathed into this dirt. So it was a lifeless body. Then God put his spirit in it. Right. Why did he do that? Because he needed somebody to run this thing and he knew you couldn't run it without him. Now, this is important to understand something. A fish, a fish cannot survive outside of water. It has to have its environment to survive, right? Take a fish out of water, and I don't care how big, how small, I don't care how well it swim, take it out, and it flop, and eventually it'll stop breathing, it'll die. I don't care how beautiful the rose is, eventually, if you take it out of the soil, eventually the rose is going to die because you can't take it out of its environment take a grape off the vine, and eventually the grape is going to rot. God created human beings to be in his presence. Whenever you get out of the presence of God, you will never survive. You weren't meant to survive out of the presence of God. That's why anybody who walk away from God, man, their life is always pure hail. And they turn out to be Killers and rapists and murderers when you're out of God's presence. So whenever people uh, who supposed to be in God and they walk away from God, man, their life is miserable and they create hell for everybody else because God created us to be in his presence and he wanted to be connected with us at all times. So when we reject God, we invite Satan into our life and then we do all kind of damnable things and then we blame God. When we know we walked away from him, because he said, "I never leave you." It's almost like God chasing you down the street, and you're like, "I'm trying to get away." He says, "Because I never leave you nor forsake you." Said, "But I leave you, God." So even though He's there, you're like, "I don't care," because He, t- this is good, Mr. Scott, watch this here. Even though, even though you try to get away, and you say, "I'm done. I don't want to deal with you," He said, "I'm right here." So as soon as you try to make a decision in the dark, God said, I'm here. You don't get to make a decision without me. He said, this is the wrong. What you're doing is wrong, you know, so you sneak over here in the dark. You're like, he's not around, and I get ready to do it, and nobody's watching. God said, I'm here, right? He said, you're not going to get away from me. He said, because I'm never leaving you because I invested in you. He said, and you are value to me. He said, so I'm going to be there and I'm always going to be there for you because I need you. He said, the only reason I let you survive the storm is because I have an assignment for you. The reason why you are here today, because God has something for you. And he got something that need to be done and he need you to do it. He need, he need you. God needs you. So Satan is constantly... Satan's, Jesus said it well in John 10 and 10. said, watch it. I come that they may have life. And life more abundantly. But the thief come to kill, steal, and destroy. So Satan is trying to pull you away. He's trying to get your body to do things that's contrary to the kingdom. Because if I put the wrong thing in my body, it can literally kill me. Or it can cripple me. When God... That's why he put healing in the church. That's why he put deliverance in the church. He knew some of us were going to get hooked on drugs, so strung out, we didn't know which way we was going, we didn't know we was high, we were going or coming, and he delivered you. You know why he delivered you? Because he had an assignment for you. So Satan is trying to kill, he's trying to pump you full of something, and he's still some of you all, he's trying to kill right now, but he can't. God won't let him do it. He's trying. He's doing all kinds of stuff. You're trying to OD and can't. You're taking so much stuff, you you just can't die. He won't even let you die. Right? And you're trying to mess up your life. He won't even let you mess it up. Because God just keep on protecting you. Because why? Because he has something for you. Somebody need you. Yes. Yes. And your body is so important. So God says, the reason why it's so important is because I'm only operating through you. Yes. The reason why your body is so important, God says, I operate in people. Yeah, uh-huh. He says, because I'm a spirit. He said, and a spirit has to have a body to work through. And your body is valuable. I just need you to cooperate and quit fighting against me. Don't let the devil pull you away from your relationship with me. You gave your life to me. You committed yourself. Now, let's work together as a team. Can you imagine operating you and God hand in hand? That's how it is. That's how it is. Some of you all been in some dark places. And you like, and you say, I don't know where God is. I don't know where he was. Why, why, why wasn't he there when this happened to me? He was there. That's why he brought you through it. I know it was horrible. I know it was miserable. And some of the things that happened was just ungodly. But God brought you through it. And your testimony is going to save somebody's life. And you're gonna be strong enough to tell it. You know, uh, 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 I was telling a story once, and he's not here. Uh, 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 Z and his wife got married, and uh, and I and I told you guys the story. I did not understand why when me and Ardina lost our first baby, it almost ruined our marriage. The first time we almost we almost got separated. It was just too much for us. It was just too much for Ardina. I didn't understand it. But almost 36 years later, a young girl had the same experience. And Ardina was able to talk to her. You couldn't have told her. That's what she was, because she had given her life to the Lord. Why me, Lord? We live and save. We're doing everything we know how. We're walking with the Lord. Why did you take our baby? But we just kept on serving him, because we knew that everything worked together for the good. And God was gonna use us to be a blessing. I want you to know who you are. You're somebody special, man. God picked you out. When God created you, listen, read Psalms 139. While you was in your mother's womb, God put you together. It wasn't your daddy, it wasn't your they just delivered the package. God said, I was moving you together, man, in the dark of the womb. I was putting you together, creating you in my image. It wasn't your parents. They just happened to do it. He said, it was me because I had something that needed to be done, and you have been picked to do it. So what Satan, the only way Satan can stop you, the only way he can stop you is try to mess with your body. That's all he can do. He can just try to kill you to stop. The only way he can stop you is kill you. Because long as you got breath in your body, God got you. Yeah, yeah. And he won't let Satan, he, try, he won't even let him kill you. Listen to what he says. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east. And there he placed the man he had made. So God put it, and if you read a lot of theologians, when you read theology, when you read Eden, that was God's presence. What he did was he put man in his presence. He wants us in his what? Presence. All right. Now, this is important. We have the responsibility, hear me well, to use our bodies and our gifts. Right? That God has blessed us with what? To achieve his will. Listen, for, for those who got married, right, God intended for it, right? Whatever's going on in your life, if you're living for God, if you're living for God, know it's working together for your good. And I have to say that because some of you all are so frustrated and you want to give up and you want to throw the towel in and you're so mad what's going on. If you're living right... You know it's working together for your what good and God has a plan for you. It does not matter what everybody else say because your body is so important now, so I can't do what people who know don't know do. I don't get that luxury, right now listen to it now let's get down to this thing and wrap this up here's what he says. In verse 19, 2 Corinthians, here's what he says. Don't you realize, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Hold on. I don't think you really understand what he's saying. Don't you realize that God is using your body to reside in? God chose you. Now, if, if you knew, you really knew that God was there, would you do what you was doing? Listen, uh, listen, if you knew God was there, would you do what you was doing? Why is it that Satan is so animate about messing your life up? Why is he so animate about getting you to do stuff or go places to do things you know you have no business doing. You already know it. Don't nobody have to tell you because of God's spirit, he told you. I would care if you 11 or 70. He told you what you was about to do is wrong. The reason why he's telling you that is because he has something for you. And Satan said, no, nah, do this here. Girl, get on the phone. Watch this here. Go over here. You know you don't have no business over there. Why did you go to their house? Why didn't you have that phone conversation with that person when you knew it was wrong? So, so why did you allow your senses that God has given you to be hijacked by Satan? Because God gave you those five senses to use to work on behalf of the kingdom. Satan is hijacking of what you smell. How many people, you, I, I've never, how many people have you ever been in a relationship and this, this is, I'm going to talk about me, right? Because I've been married for 36 years, you know. Right? Every now and then, I hear a song. I hear the song. And I have to rebuke it. Because it takes me back. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. Right, right. It takes you back. Now, now you don't do nothing, but it takes you back. If you don't watch it, you'll text somebody, or you'll call them. I'm telling them what you'll do. You, now you can act saved and sanctified and Holy Ghost for you all you want. If you don't watch it, you're gonna text somebody, or you're gonna call somebody. Just, oh, I was just checking in on you. I'm telling you. You know, I don't care how old you are, how you're, you, are, you be like, and i You know, it's the devil. Cause you're in a good relationship, you're in a good space. You know the guy don't mean no good. You know she don't mean no good. You know it. You know if you call this guy, he gonna want to give you some dope. So you know not to. You know it. Sister Niece Quinn just fanning. She's like Jesus. She's just getting high in here. He said, "Don't you realize the Holy Spirit?" He said, "Who lives in you." and was given to you by God. Yeah. Yeah. He said, you don't belong to yourself. Right? For God bought you. Caprice, this was, the guy said, listen, you're my gift. So Satan is going to come. Listen to me. He's coming. And you, here's the thing. He is not going to surprise you. He's not going. He can't trick you. He can't fool you because everybody know him when he come. You know it's Satan. I told someone once, uh, especially I told a couple I said ain't no way on God's being earth uh, in the church. I was, telling I was counseling a couple one time and the girl was separated from her husband and she said this guy in the church he was a deacon and he's a good man. She said he's He's a real good man, real faithful to the church and all that. I said, yeah. And, I said, and she said, you know, he's been talking to me about our relationship. I said, that's the devil. Yeah. You See, now, you know, he's a good mess. Well, no, that's the devil because he know you married. If he know you married, he ain't got no business in Jesus' name having any kind of conversation with you. Now, he can talk good. He can wear a nice suit and wear a nice cologne, but the devil can dress up. He can transform himself into an angel of light. Yeah. And, but you know he's the devil because, because he connected with you and the devil's in you for connecting with him or her. Because you knew it was the devil in you. Because you knew what you was doing was wrong. Right? Anything you're doing, say you want to use your body to get involved, to go places. They tell you it's all right. Girl, I I can do this. You don't need this. I can make this happen. And then. Everybody say and then. So I'm going to wrap up with what he says in a few minutes. Here's what he says. And so dear brothers and sisters, I'm pleading with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. He's brought you out of some serious situations. If you want to live for God, you have to give your life to him. You have to give your body to him first. Here's what I'm saying. When I say your body, I want you to talk about your five senses. Everybody say your five senses. All right? What you hear, what you're listening to. What are you listening to? Right? What are you eating? Right? The smell, the taste, all that stuff. All that stuff is a part of your body. You have to give it all to God because any one of them can take you on a tailspin and you don't know how you got there. You can smell some cologne and it'll make you sin. You can smell some pancakes and it'll take you, I'm telling you, people that's laughing know what I'm talking about. It'll take you back to a place. Satan will hijack you. So in your body, you got to give all your body to God because he'll make you do some stuff and you, listen to me. We haven't even talked about your soul yet. It's just your body that's going places and doing things, right? He said, let them be a living sacrifice. It's got to be a sacrifice. I got to sacrifice it. I got to make it and set aside for God. It's got to be a sacrifice, right? Now, here's the part. This is truly the way to worship him by presenting your body to him. People, your eye is like a lamp. Right? That provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is healthy. But when it's not healthy, when you, when you know you're looking somewhere, you ain't got no business looking. And you're doing things. That's all a part of your body. That's important to understand that. You got to watch it because Satan is using it for you. Now, God wants your body so you can represent him in the kingdom. Satan wants your body so you can represent him in the earth. He said, I want you, I, I'm trying to bring down everybody in the church. When I say the church, everybody who accepted Christ as the Lord say he's trying to bring down. And I don't care who you are. You can ignore it, but Satan is coming. And what God wants to do is God wants you to give your life completely to him, give all your senses to him. Every time you, it's hard, people. It's hard. How many people ever drink wine? Just be honest. I ain't say get drunk. Just drink wine, right? Now, most people drink wine because it mellows them out, right? Think about it. So, I drink this wine, man, to change my mood. So, it can help relax me for what? Now, some people say it's just a long day work. A little bit of jazz and a little bit of wine go together. But if anybody that's honest, man, if you listen to too much jazz and a little bit of wine, your mind is going to go somewhere. Watch this. Once your mind, your body going to go. One of your senses is going. It's going to take you there. And so you got to be very careful. So everything can be used against you. So you got to know when you're doing what, what am I doing it for? What's my rationale for? Because I don't care who you are, you're going to be tempted by Satan in some way and he's going to use your body to try to get to you. We did not even talk about your mind, just your body. Because once I got your body, it's like now, I got your body. I got to work on your soul. But I got your body here in church with me. Right? Satan says, like, I got your body. Now I'm working on your soul. When I talk about your soul, it's going to mess you up on the next part, Right? Next week, you don't want to miss next week because it's going to change the game, right? So, it's important to understand. So, now, when you leave here today, the question is where you're going? What you're doing? Who you're listening to? Where am I going to let my... My body is the temple. Everybody said value, value your body. Don't allow Satan to use any part of you to do anything. Amen? Yeah. Remember this, and we, we close on this here. Remember that your body is a part of Christ. When Jesus left, what he did was he gave us his spirit so we can be him with skin on it. Satan knows that. So he's going to do whatever he can to try to get you to switch lordships. And now you got to either do right or do wrong. And here's the thing. You can't blame nobody for what you did. It's not, it's not going to be anybody else. You're going to get to make a choice. So you got to choose the day, as, 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 the, as the prophet said, choose you this day whom you will serve. Will I use my body to work on behalf of Jesus and God or would I use my body to be... We're gonna be half of Satan. Because both of my spirits and they have to have bodies to work through. Who's using your body? Who's driving your car? Who's stirring your who who tell me who's driving your car? When your mama not watching. When your husband not watching, when your wife not watching, when your boss not watching, who's driving your car? Who's in control of you? You don't have to tell me. I don't have to call you. Oh, they the they backslidden. I don't have to. Never say anything about anybody because you're going to show us by what you do. Everybody stand to your feet. Everybody says today I'm giving my life over to God. He can use me as he wished. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Woo! Everybody want to know where I'm going? I'm going to tell you. you Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for giving each one of us another chance. Thank you, Lord, for healing our bodies. Thank you for delivering us. Thank you, Lord, for allowing your spirit To take residence in our life and being a priority in our life. Lord, continue to allow your spirit to reign supreme in our life. Don't allow Satan to have any grip on our life. We can't do it without you. Thank you for trusting us so much to live inside of us. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your power. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand clap. The altar will be open for those who would like prayer. If you want someone to pray with you, you want to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, we have someone at the altar that would be more than happy to walk you through it. All right. As we get ready to leave this place, never God's presence. It's that time of giving we don't spend a lot of emphasis on that because you guys are such an amazing group. You always give and we appreciate you guys making a sacrifice and making a because we can't do what we do if it wasn't for you all. I want to thank everybody for how you've been blessing us so much financially for us to do the things we do. Thank you for trusting God. We appreciate you and we try to continue to do kingdom work on behalf of you all. We have a a group of kids going to camp. Thank you all. Uh, We ran short a little bit but it's is, is coming together. So we, we thank you all, everybody that gave so much. We gave almost $3,000, so over $3,000. Over $3, so you guys have really did a really, really marvelous job. So we appreciate everything you all did. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So as you prepare to give on Giveify, write a check, donate, however you want to do you can write a check, put in an offering, go online, whatever. Thank you all. And continue to give. Don't give out of guilt. Get out, give out of love. Everybody's out of love. Lord, as we leave this place, never your presence. Keep your arms protection around us. Bless us. Bless our hearts. Bless our homes. Bless our bodies. Continue to heal us. Those who are hurting and in pain, give us the strength to be able to operate through our pain. Lord, we ask you, those who are struggling on the fence, who are addicted, we ask you for deliverance in the name of Jesus. We pray right now for a deliverance in the name of Jesus. Lord, we can't be effective drunk or high. So we need you to deliver us in the name of Jesus. Touch right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. The altar is open for those who pray.